Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. Another big name has entered the race to buy the Ottawa Senators. Snoop Dogg is part of an ownership group led by (laughs) LA-based producer Nico Sparks. Sparks and his group will be the first black-led ownership group in the NHL if they're successful in their bid for the Sens. The news of Snoop's involvement first reported uh, by The Athletic adds another wrinkle to the Senators' ownership process, which is heating up. He joins another A-list celebrity, of course, Ryan Reynolds. Why can't they just go in together? (laughs) You know, let's just be friends. But listen, the cool factor just went up for us. Yeah, I guess. If Snoop Dogg wants in. Right. Yeah, because, you know, people have said we're pretty lame over here. You know, we don't do a lot of fun stuff. There's not a lot going on. Ottawa is a sleepy little town. Looks like uh, some pretty important people are interested in us. Right? Our national drink is going to be gin and juice. (laughs) All right, moving on. The music world and his legions of fans are mourning the loss of legendary singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot. His longtime publicist says Lightfoot died of natural causes at Toronto's Sunnybrook Hospital last night at age 84. Considered one of the most renowned voices to emerge from Toronto's Yorkville folk club scene in the 60s, he went on to record 20 studio albums and wrote hundreds of songs including If You Could Read My Mind, Sundown, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and more. Tons of Canadian uh, icons and legends coming out to uh, say their piece about Gordon Lightfoot, a legend gone last night at age 84. My dad used to listen to, obviously, to Gordon Lightfoot because mm-hmm. all dads in Canada listen yeah. to Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, and I was, I think, maybe 30 years old when I found out it was Carefree Highway. Okay, you thought it was? Every highway. Okay. Every highway. Okay. Right? Sure. It could be. It could be. Just saying. And finally, would you put together a car like Ikea furniture? A Swedish car manufacturer wants to bring the Ikea model to your garage. Lovely creates small and affordable electric (laughs) vehicles that cost around $11,000, but they're coming in a flat box with assembly instructions. Oh, boy. Luckily, you won't have to put it together yourself. The startup will ship its cars in flat packs to be assembled at their final oh, okay. destination. <laughs> this will allow more cars to be shipped in a more compact space. Of course, that makes them more environmentally friendly and shipping as well. That has just problem after problem written all over it. Everybody has a friend or a person in their life that they know that always offers to help with stuff like that that's not good at it. Right. It's like, oh, I'll, I can do it. I'll help you out with that. Yeah. Just thinking about getting a flat pack shipment of a car and thinking they forgot the Allen key. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to put this together? And then you drive down the street and Wheel the whole thing up. flattens out. Yeah. Just that's, not that's what you need to know. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. John Party got very emotional on the stage at Stagecoach, which is a huge festival. And it wasn't just the crowd choking him up. No, <laughs> it was the news he got. It was a pretty exciting day for him. Now, imagine standing on stage after your set and uh, having Guy Fieri, first of all, <laughs> come out on stage, which, uh, of course, is I think that he is um, uh, an, a California institution. Yeah. You know, he's one of their claims to fame. He's also one of the most loved celebrities by other celebrities. Everybody yeah. loves that guy. Yeah, he must, Guy must be a great guy. Right. <laughs> so he showed up on stage to give John Party some very exciting news with the help of someone even more famous. And our good friend, Alan Jackson from Nashville, Tennessee, has a message for you. Take a look. Hey, John, everybody at stage, coach. The Grand Ole Opry has always meant a whole lot to me and everybody in country music. 
and I've been appreciating your music ever since you were touring with me a few years ago. And so I get the honor to invite you in front of all your stagecoach friends out there to be the first native of California to become an official member of the Grand Ole Opry. There it is. Wow. <laughs> and cue the waterworks from John Party. Absolutely bawling his face off. Yeah, I don't blame him. I didn't know. It must have been a real shock because I didn't know they could invite you to the Opry when you weren't like all the other invites oh, I've seen at there the at Opry. the Opry. <laughs> I mean, I guess they can do whatever they want, but I've never seen an uh, on-location invite. <laughs> but imagine how memorable that is for John Party, who yeah. was in front of hundreds of thousands of people when it happened. Home state, everything. So, be so, so cool. excited. Yeah, so John Party will be uh, the next official member of the Grand Ole Opry, if he accepts, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and the first native Californian. Can you imagine? Yeah. And no, you know, I'm good. Yeah. You know what? It's a lot of, it's a lot of a dates lot of you're work. asking for me. Yeah. I, I'm not going to do it. But it's definitely worth watching the video to see John's reaction for yourself because uh, watching that guy get emotional with a big bottle of tequila in his hand, <laughs> it'll make your day. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's a Tuesday. <laughs> for John Party? Yeah. It totally is. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We are celebrating Cinco de Mayo all week long here on the show with $100 Lone Star gift cards. Mariachi medley. <laughs> Another popular song coming your way in the style of mariachi. Yeah, so yesterday we did it for the first time. It was hard. It was. It was Avicii's Wake Me Up. Yeah. But when you give it that sweet Spanish sound. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound exactly the way you expect. <laughs> right. So if you think that you can figure out today's mariachi medley, you definitely want to be ready to call. We're going to do that in just a few minutes. And you will win 100 bucks to Lone Star, which is a delicious meal out. And 100 bucks will get you far. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Here we are. We're already into her this morning. We're getting uh, an early start on your $100 gift card to Lone Star as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's coming up on a Friday this week. Yeah. Isn't it awesome? How perfect. I know. So uh, in order to win the $100 gift card to Lone Star, you're going to have to identify this popular cover in the style of mariachi. We're not going to play it for you right now. We're going to wait till we get you on the phone, and then we're going to play it for you and see if you can identify it. It's a very famous song, Not Country. That's right. Okay, so 613-750-9494. We'll start at caller number 10 and move our way through. It took a little while yesterday. Oh. We'll see if you can get it today. It's the Mariachi Medley on the Morning Pickup. Good luck! <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Linda, you want to win 100 bucks to Lone Star? Love to. No kidding. Cinco de Mayo is Friday, and we are going to play you a popular song, but in a mariachi style on this mariachi medley. All right. Put a gun to his head. Pull the trigger now, he's dead. Yeah. What's the name of the song? That's Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah! Wow! Smashes it out of the park first thing this morning. <laughs> it was it was a bit easier today. We thought we don't know, but Linda, you got a hundred dollar gift card to Lone Star. Oh, that's fantastic! Awesome. <laughs> well, happy Cinco de Mayo. Thank you, Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. I went to my first ever wedding shower, Sophie, and you were there. That was your first. Ever? What? Really? Oh. Of course. I didn't know. Yeah, it's my first ever wedding shower, okay. and it wasn't the worst. Yeah, it, I okay. 
So, but there are some things that I would do differently moving forward in the next wedding shower if I am so invited. All right. Well, I thought you did pretty well. It, oh, yeah? There were some things that surprised me, though. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Rolled into my very first wedding shower uh, with a bunch of people at work here. Yeah. And it was at uh, Golden Palace. Mm-hmm. And I uh, rolled in, eh, let's say about seven minutes late, and everybody was seated at the table. Yeah, you rolled in last. Second last? <laughs> I got some, uh, I did take some heat, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I showed that up. That was surprising uh, to me. Because normally you're there like 15 minutes ahead of time. Yeah, normally I am. Yeah. But uh, we were literally sitting for three seconds. Okay. Good. Um, Good. I didn't miss anything? No, you didn't miss anything. But I also think people showed up early for that because they had to decorate. Yeah, probably. Um, so, and, and you know what? There is no uh, um, non-awkward entrance when it comes to... Uh, Being last? <laughs> no. Oh. A- any restaurant reservation slash table seating with your boss and your coworkers. Yeah, so I it's came in very last. very awkward. There's no choice. I'm sitting with, with an op- the chair that's open. Yeah, so I thought you had a very easy choice because you were on the end. So you just had to pick an end chair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When I walked in, there were gaps. Oh, I see. Yeah, this is where you're like, hmm. So, uh, what are you hmm. supposed to do? So, there's a gap in between uh, a coworker that I don't know very well, okay, and another coworker that I know well. Then there's a seat next to our boss, and then there's a bunch of empty chairs. So, I went to the other side and sat next to our boss because Perfect. smart. Uh, but I didn't want to look like I was antisocial with the person who left a gap. And I'm not really sure why the gap was there, to be honest. Okay. Uh, well, it, sometimes the gap is political. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she gave it much thought, but oh. uh, ended up sitting in front of the bride anyway, which was nice. That is nice. And uh, that's the, basically the center of the table, which is the only real seat that's di- dictated, right? Yeah. It's the only seat that matters. Right. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, if you do get stuck uh, at the end, though, yes. very end, you can be left out of the convo. I know it sucks because you're always leaning. You're doing the big yeah. lean, the trying to hit. What, what was that? What's that? Was and, it, and you you want to be involved in that conversation and not conversation B? Yeah, but there's also the problem with the other side of the table. So if there's a conversation happening on the complete opposite side of the table and you're on the end, mm-hmm. then you're trying to listen to the end conversation with two other conversations possibly in between that. Right. It's very difficult. Also, when you get someone who sucks at the end of the table, then you end up stuck talking to them. That's right. Yeah. That's, that can happen. <laughs> that can happen. Uh, the shower games, <laughs> I was very surprised. Why? What did you think they were going to be? Did you think we were going to play toilet paper? bride right exactly that's exactly <laughs> what i thought was going to happen and i'm like oh my god and I, I luckily there was one other guy there yeah so we had to represent but uh i was not seated anywhere near him which is probably a good plan okay so <laughs> shower games are actually fun yeah and guess what i'm not so bad at them you're good yeah so they do uh they like to do like movie quotes and show quotes and and song quotes and stuff right. and the last work shower that i went to obviously the same people uh, I won along with a coworker, and we split the prize. And so this time again, won the same thing. Wow. Yeah. Nice to done. What was more impressive was that Jeff won the other shower game. And we know this person, <laughs> but we don't know her well. Like, no. And uh, so it, it was, was guessing. It was 50 50. Yeah. Her, her work partners did not win. And I thought no. that was quite a uh, scathing. Uh, result. Really. I thought it was funny that you're competitive <laughs> with things you don't even really care about. That's right. Uh, I'm competitive with anything. God. Is it a game? Am I trying to win? Oh Get out of the way. Yeah. 
So you want a candle? I want a, a scented candle. Nice. I have no use for this. <laughs> uh, but I was proud to have it. Yeah, it was a good scent. I got one too. So we, we ended up having a good time. Um, she took, the bride was uncomfortable opening gifts in front she of her sure coworkers, was. which was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, you know what? It's a, it's a really awesome opportunity when you get to watch somebody just open gifts. I love it. I think it's great. Watching people eat and watching people open gifts, you learn a lot about them. You certainly do, <laughs> which is probably why we haven't seen any of them since. <laughs> <laughs> the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. Another big name has entered the race to buy the Ottawa Senators. Snoop Dogg is part of an ownership group led by L.A.-based producer Nico Sparks. Sparks and his group would be the first black-led ownership group in the NHL if they are successful in their bid for the Senators. Snoop joins another A-list celebrity, Ryan Reynolds, a prospective owner of the Senators. Uh, Ryan's Remington Group is apparently prepared to buy the team for more than a billion dollars. Oh, my goodness. Multiple reports say May 15th is a deadline for final bids. It's heating up. Yeah, it's crazy. The music world and his legions of fans are mourning the loss of legendary singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot. His longtime publicist says Lightfoot died of natural causes at Toronto's Sunnybrook Hospital last night at 84 years old. Lightfoot recorded 20 studio albums and wrote hundreds of songs, including Carefree Highway, If You Could Read My Mind, and Sundown. And finally, if someone could read your mind, would you want them to be able to do it without permission? Researchers from the University of Texas at Austin claim they have been successful in transcribing people's thoughts using AI. That's not something we need. The team produced a text of people's (laughs) thoughts without using a brain implant. Oh. Uh, While the mind-reading technology did not perfectly replicate thoughts, it did capture the main points. The MRI MRI scanning method was about 50% accurate. While it's scary to think of someone reading your mind without your permission, researchers say they're hoping the technology will help people who cannot move or speak like stroke victims. Okay, all right. Well, there, there's a market for that. Sure, but there's always an innocent hope. But we, what, don't look at, like, robots reading our minds and I, taking over? I don't, so. <laughs> That's where we're going. I already feel like my phone reads my mind. Yeah, it does. When you get ads for things you didn't say out loud, and you're like, I was yeah. just thinking of that. Yeah, it does. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Chance to win 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers. If you can answer today's useless question, which is 63% of parents do this with their kid at bedtime. Come on, this one's easy. It's been uh, a while since we've had a really easy one. This one is easy. Come on, there's only a few things. Right? Nin- 94, 94, 94. Standard rates may apply, or you can call us 613 750 9494 if we don't get it in text within one second. <laughs> Again, 63% of parents do this with their kid at bedtime. We just have to figure out who was the first person to get it right. Basically, yeah. Good that's luck. What we're going to have to do. Ottawa's morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. 63% of parents do this with their kid at bedtime. Talk them in. <laughs> it's definitely read a book. Nicely done. Congratulations, Corey Birch. First one through with that among 100 yes. answers minimum. Very, very well done, Corey. And for that, you get 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers for being the first person with the correct answer. Now, did you know that most people, most parents, like to go for stories that they enjoyed as a kid and read them to their kids? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, well, I, I didn't know that as a rule or anything, but that's what we did. <laughs> what was your favorite book to read to Carson when he was little? Um, I liked uh, Where the Wild Things Are. Oh, yes. That's a, a classic. Um, uh, when he was really little, the Caterpillar book. Oh, yes. I remember. That one's been around for a very long yeah, time. Yeah. Award winner. <laughs> but then I found a little one. Uh, Goodnight Gorilla was a really fun little book that oh. he absolutely loved. And I did different voices for all the animals and stuff. That's Oh, don't you feel so embarrassed, though, when you screw it up? What do you mean? Like, you know when you're doing different voices yeah. for different characters, oh, you but you're not, yeah, and yeah, you're not reading far enough ahead, and you're like, oh, that was the wrong voice. <laughs> Hope they didn't notice. You really feel like you're performing, you know? Yeah. You got to get it right. They don't care. They're just happy to be there. Thank goodness. Um. Oh, I got called out sometimes. Oh, really? It's so Amazing. funny. Yeah. No, 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 that's not that one. That's a- <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, so 38% of parents love reading fairy tales to their kids. Uh, then uh, adventure books are tied with that. And then uh, there are <laughs> some parents out there who like to read informational books to their children. What? Textbooks? Not sure if at bedtime, yeah, like Reader's Digest or something. Today we're going to read imagine? about yeah. this diesel mechanic manual. <laughs> Not at bedtime. That'll put you to sleep. <laughs> right. Yes, it would. Uh, my mom does a really cute thing where she uh, gets... Um, uh, a new book for Ryan's daughter every single month. That's so nice. And she gets to open it, and yeah. So she has a collection of books. A book of the month subscription already. Yes. Okay. I, are those being re-gifted afterwards? <laughs> like, I mean, your whole house will be full. <laughs> Got to buy a bigger house. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. It's a Text the Truth Tuesday. It is a Text the Truth Tuesday, and it's about... Um, purchase regret. Why did I even buy this? <laughs> We've all had that moment, yeah. especially during spring cleaning, right? When you are actively trying to declutter and cleaning stuff out and you find things that you go, what, why? What was I thinking? Never even used this. Yeah. Got a couple of those things hanging around the house. Well, not anymore. They're right. In, they're in the garbage now. <laughs> and you shall know the truth. truth is, why don't you tell the people the truth for a change? That's the truth. As per usual, it's a text the truth Tuesday, and we want to know why did I even buy this? Ugh, purchase regrets. We all have them. Yep. How about you? Well, I can start with one at the top of my head. I bought this thing for clothes that I thought was going to be really helpful because I hate ironing. So I bought a steamer. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, one of these like cute little handheld steamers. I have never, ever, ever removed it from the packaging. It's sitting in my linen closet. Oh, it's not even that you tried it and you're like, "Eh, it's not what I thought. You're like, I'm not even going to take it out of the packaging. I just, I mean, I'm not actively on purpose not taking it out of the packaging. I just haven't needed it or used it for anything. Because you fold your clothes out of the dryer like a normal person? Yeah, and (laughs) my my clothes aren't that wrinkled, I guess. I don't know. And it, it just seems like such a long way to iron things, de-wrinkle them. Well, you haven't tried, so how would you know? Well, I had a steamer when I, like, my parents had a steamer when I was younger, so I I know how they work, but I can't be bothered. Okay, that's funny. Why did I even buy this? Yeah, it's just, for a split second, you had this thought, like, oh, I'm getting that. Yeah, and but I'm not getting rid of it either. That's the funny thing, is this is sitting in my closet, and I I guess I keep it in case, like, a guest wants to use it. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, like, I don't really, I don't actually know why. Could you imagine if a guest unwrapped your brand new steamer that's never been touched and be like, do you mind if I use this? (laughs) I can't even imagine that scenario. I I would love if someone was like, hey, do you by any chance have a steamer? And I'd be able to say, yes, I do. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. I've fallen into the trap of kitchen gadgets a couple of times. Oh, boy. All right. What? It's not good. 
first of all, um, the uh, ice cream maker. Ice cream maker? Yeah. You have an ice cream maker? I, well, I, had a, you, I had an ice cream maker, a Yonanas. You make it out of bananas. It's bizarre. A Yonanas? Yeah. Is that with yogurt and bananas? Yeah, I, I don't even know how it works. <laughs> a Yonanas. I, I used it once, and I was like, anybody want this? And I gave it away. And then I bought the Instapot because I fell for the hype. And Instapot is stew. Everything is stew. Yeah, everything is brown yeah. and or whatever. It's brown. all mixed together. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then I got I literally sold that for nothing. And now I'm resisting buying an air fryer, which uh, is what I want next. Yeah. But I'm I have a problem with kitchen gadgets. Okay. I know that I'll buy it and then I'll be like, why, why? did I buy why this? Why did I even buy this? <laughs> And that is a moment we've all definitely had many, many times in life. So what was your, why did I even buy this moment? I remember my dad. <laughs> oh, if you ask him about this to this day, he will be uh, embarrassed but laugh. He bought one of those back in the day, the ab belts. Oh. That is supposed to zap you yeah. into fitness. Right. Like it just it flexes your muscles without you doing yeah. anything. Yeah. And uh, my girlfriends and I used to steal it and use it when we were younger. But there was some sort of malfunction, apparently, on the thing. Okay. And uh, my friend Kelly was using it, and it started to, <laughs> like, zap her, but then started smoking at one point. Oh, my God. And it was really funny. And she's like, oh, my God, get this thing off me. And uh, so we threw that away. But it was a, why did we even buy this? Wow. Why did we even buy this? <laughs> It was awesome. So uh, what did you buy that you have never, ever, ever used? Okay. First text, literally anything from HomeSense. What? Huh? That's weird. I guess if you don't go in with a plan, it can be a dangerous place. You know, you get it like a knickknack or something that you don't put anywhere or ends up getting lost in the shuffle. And you're like, why? Why did I even buy this? Right. Uh, By the way, Jeff, getting a lot of texts, people warning you not to get an air fryer. Yeah. They say, completely suck, yeah. says this text. All right. Well, yeah. that's helping. But someone else saying the Instapot is way more useful than an air fryer. All right. Well, what about you? What are you buying that you haven't used? And have you had the moment where you go, why did I even buy this? We want to hear from you. It's a text the truth Tuesday, 94, 94, 94, standard rate supply. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Why did I even buy this? That's today's text the truth Tuesday. And of course, the obligatory treadmill text comes in. My treadmill, like many, bought it with the best of intentions and have barely used it. Is it a good clothing dryer? Right. You just hang it right there on the... It's always full of crap. Every person's treadmill you've ever seen. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Uh, how about this? The Peloton. Yeah. I wish I used it more, but I bought it as a friend convinced me I would. And uh-huh. well, I just don't. Now I'm stuck trying to sell it and get out of my contract. That's the other thing about those oh, things. Oh, that's a double whammy for those. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay. I love this text. Why did I even buy this? A sun lamp. Like, I have to sit in front of a light to get rejuvenated. I'd hardly have the time to go to the bathroom most days. What am I doing with a sun lamp? Uh, how about this person who says they did exactly what you did, Sophie? Yeah. Exact same as Sophie. I have a brand new handheld clothing steamer that I never opened sitting in my linen closet that I purchased in 2020. Okay. Was this a thing? We buy steamers to store them? Well, because women have a lot of delicate clothing, right? So you think, oh, I'll buy a steamer in case I ever, you know, need to wear that silk dress that's in my closet. Whatever. I don't know. But we don't, I don't know about you, but I don't go out anymore and like don't really dress up. So there's no reason. So if I, if something's wrinkled now, I just wear it. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're like, I, the humidity will take care of yeah, it in my everyday yeah, life. This is fully given up at this <laughs> point. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Well, you've got someone who wrote, uh, I've got a smart scale that transfers your weight to your phone. Oh, yeah. uh, and I, why did I buy this? Never use it. It's up in my closet. Does anyone want it? Uh. <laughs> Any takers? You know, we could have a, a morning pickup garage sale. We could. With all this stuff. That would be kind of fun. What's in it for you and me, Soph? Well, it would be a fundraiser. You oh, know, okay. we could send That'd the money to a charity. That's a good idea. Right? We should do a garage sale with all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, we'd get some money. Anybody need any useless organizer totes? This is the next <laughs> text we got. Okay. <laughs> organizer right. totes? I don't even know what those are. Three for 25. Yeah. Uh, I guess just like... Um, Travel ba- bags? Like baskets where oh. you put things in. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, here's a text that says from Cornwall that they were cleaning out their father's house after he passed and found a weird-looking contraption on the counter. Uh, but until I found the box in the owner's manual, I had no idea it was an egg breaker. What do you need an egg, egg breaker for? You literally just smack the egg on any surface. You have two of them at the end of your arms. <laughs> um, okay. That's really funny. That's really funny. Uh, power tools. This is so relatable. Mm-hmm. Power tools. I have so many power tools. I was convinced I would use and have yet had a, to have a situation where I require them. It's true. You only need like six. You need a drill, hammer, a screwdriver set, and then a circular saw. And you where probably do you put all of it of. also? You know? <laughs> like there's just nowhere to put it all. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. <laughs> Are you looking at the Simply Fit board? <laughs> okay, so someone just texted us. The text the truth Tuesday is, oh, why did I even buy this? Uh, bought a Simply Fit board in 2020, it says. Tried it once. Just stupid. The mat it came with stunk so much, I had to keep it outside for a while, and that didn't help. So I soaked it. That didn't work either. So I shoved it in the basement and never used it. Thank you, COVID. You, oh what's funny God. is that it's not, it's still in your house. It's not yeah. away from you, outside of your right. house. It's just haunting you from the basement. My goodness. That's funny. Okay. Um, I like this one. Bought a sewing machine in 2009, took it out of the box and put it on a shelf. It's st- still there. Yep. You think to yourself, like, I'm not buying curtains anymore, or yep. I'm going to do yeah, cushions, yeah. covers. Yeah. I'm going to be all yeah. over it because it's so expensive, and yeah. then you don't do squat. Yeah. Uh, there's also people in the world, Jeff, that buy uh, things to sort and shine up their rocks. Pardon? Yeah, I had to look this up because I didn't know what it was, but this text says, why did I even buy this? And uh, thank you for sharing. A rock tumbler. Never used it once. And for those of you wondering what a rock tumbler is, it is a machine that is used to smooth and polish your rocks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For what? I don't know. How about this person that says, stuffed animals for your kids. I have five garbage bags full. You got to stop. You have to stop. And you have to teach them to stop because they don't care. At the end of the day, they do they, not they care. They actually don't care. No. It's true. I love this text. Why did I even buy this? Bought drawings from Lee Valley on how to build an Adirondack chair 15 years ago. Still do this to, the, to this day. I've never removed the drawings from the plastic bag. <laughs> Just sitting there. So hard. Not on an Adirondack chair. <laughs> that, that's funny. Uh, that contraption that makes your outdoor bike an indoor stationary bike. Oh used it gosh. for a week. Super awkward to store. Wish I never got it. Why did I even buy this? <laughs> These are really good. All right, so uh, keep them coming. Why did I even buy this? Some very good um, advice in here, heated advice, not to make the same mistakes. Yeah, yeah, make sure you heat it, though. (laughs) That's coming up, and so is the $1,000 Minute. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff.
Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. Big news for the Ottawa Senators. Let me drop it like it's hot. Snoop Dogg is part of an ownership group trying to purchase the team. What the heck? Like, where did this even come uh, from? Now, let me tell you what's crack-a-lacking for. I proceed. Okay. Sparks and his group would be the first black-led ownership group in the NHL if they're successful in their bid for the Senators. Mm-hmm. We in love with a gangster. That's what's up. But Snoop joins another A-list celebrity, Ryan Reynolds, as a prospective owner of the Sens. Reynolds' Remington group is apparently prepared to buy the team for more than a billion dollars, and multiple reports say May 15th is the deadline for final bids. This is getting crazy. Yes. Do you like my lyric insertion? So are you. (laughs) Is everything okay? Do we need to take a break? That's good. That's good. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. So the music world... And his legions of fans are mourning the loss of legendary singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot. His longtime publicist says he died of natural causes at Toronto's Sunnybrook Hospital last night at age 84. He recorded 20 studio albums, wrote hundreds of songs, including Carefree Highway, If You Could Read My Mind, and Sundown, all of which are continually covered over yeah, and over and well, over again. You know, he's gone the way everybody wants to go. We yeah. should be congratulating him. He basically worked <laughs> right up to the end, and was loved uh, performing and... Now uh, at 84, has passed on. There you go. And finally, would you put together a car like you would put together Ikea furniture? (laughs) A Swedish car manufacturer wants to bring the Ikea model to your garage. Mm -hmm. What a good idea. Mm -hmm. Lovely creates small and affordable (laughs) electric vehicles that cost around 11 grand, but they're coming in a flat box with assembly instructions. Do you want a car that's named after Lovely as a company? Like, I want something, call it sturdy. (laughs) You know, call it safe as hell. What do you drive? Lovely. Yeah. I drive a lovely. It, doesn't, it just a doesn't lovely sound 3.0. like something you want to put your life in. Uh, listen, don't worry about putting it together. Uh, you and your partner won't be getting divorced over putting it up, uh, putting it together. The startup will ship cars and flat packs to be assembled at their final destination. Thank God. The, this does allow more cars to be shipped in a compact space. But, you know, if they miss one of those little bolts. Listen, this whole thing sounds super sketch. Who? who, What What people are they? And what? where are we dropping it off? And, like, where are these bunkers? that they've got we're, these people we're waiting. We're all going to find out <laughs> soon. Just don't buy the first one, okay, Soph? That's what you need to know. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Kelsey Fairs of Armpire. How excited are you to play the $1,000 Minute right now? I'm pretty shocked I got through. <laughs> you did. So the pressure's on. You got 10 random questions with some Harry Potter questions peppered in. If you answer all 10 of them correctly in 60 seconds, you got 1000 bucks. Amazing. If not, you get $10 for each right answer, so you can still walk away with some money. If you don't know the answer to something, you can pass. If there's time before the buzzer goes off at the end, Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. In three, two, one. Who was the first woman to fly solo over the Atlantic? Uh, Pat. How is mail delivered in Harry Potter's Wizarding World? By their owls. True or false, Garth Brooks threw dra- javelin in university. Uh, true. Which annual star-studded event took place last night? Uh, pass. How many houses at Hogwarts? There's four. Which rapper is reportedly bidding to buy the Ottawa Senators? Which rapper? Uh, Snoop Dogg. In Harry Potter, what are the places in Hogsmeade they call the Three Broomsticks and Hogshead? I should know this. Pass. <laughs> what does MTO stand for in Ontario? 
um, Ministry of Transportation. Uh, yeah, Ministry of Transportation. Which country superstar accompanied his famous wife Nicole to the? No. Oh, oh we didn't get there. man! Whoa, I didn't even get through. Wow, that was bad. No, it was just it uh, felt short the time. It you did, know? but it wasn't. Kelsey, you did very well. Unfortunately, we didn't get to the last two questions, but let's see how you did. Who is the first woman to fly solo over the Atlantic? You passed on Amelia Earhart. I knew that. I know, but it's hard when you're on the spot. How is mail delivered in Harry Potter's Wizarding World? You knew it was by owl. Today is International Harry Potter Day, and it sounds like you are a fan. Yeah. True or false? Garth Brooks threw javelin in university. That's true. Google it. There's picture evidence. Wild. It's crazy. Uh, also, shorty shorts. Which <laughs> annual star-studded <laughs> event took place last night? You passed on the Met Gala. Oh. Uh, yeah. How many houses at Hogwarts? Yes, four. Which rapper is reportedly bidding to buy the Ottawa Senators you knew it was Snoop Dogg? In Harry Potter, what are the places in Hogsmeade they call the Three Broomsticks and Hogshead you passed on pubs? Oh, my goodness. You knew that. Yeah, I did. What does MTO stand for in Ontario Ministry of Transportation? And unfortunately, we did not finish the last few questions. Dang. Kelsey, 50 bucks. You did really well on the ones you answered. Good job. Awesome. Thank you very much. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Why did I even buy this? That's today's Text the Truth Tuesday. What's worse than a treadmill and a Peloton? I'll tell you right now. From this texter, a rowing machine. <laughs> the most expensive dust collector, along with my spin bike. Thank you very much. Did it have the fan on it, though? I always like those ones that fan you while you're rowing. Very oh, yeah, nice. for all the rowing that you're doing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm from Prescott, and every time I go to Bath and Body Works, I always buy, yep. get the buy three, get one free body sprays. They're just no. piling up. I don't even use them. No, okay, the body sprays are such a waste of time. We don't need, you know when body sprays are good? When you're 14 and you can't afford perfume and you don't really know what good perfume is anyway. So you just buy body sprays and you change it up, you know, like like your underwear. I'm dreading the day my kid gets into it. Yeah. When when Axe enters my household, it's over. (laughs) It's going to be pungent. Luckily, we won't have any bugs, though, since it'll be constantly fumigated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what else is here? Oh, uh, as my grandmother's health had been declining, we've been cleaning out my grandparents' house a bit. We mm-hmm. found two, not one, but two sawfish noses. This is a fish with a big nose that has teeth <laughs> up and down each side that look like saws. We asked my grandfather why he has two, and his answer was, well, they were on sale. Uh, buy one, get one? Um, okay. What do you use it for? I don't know. Is it actually fish? I don't know what's what is going it on. called? I mean, I, we have to Google this. What is it called? A sawfish? Sawfish. Saw, uh, sawfish. Uh, it just gives me the actual... Oh, my God. It's the creepiest looking fish yeah. you've ever seen. Uh, okay. It, was it like taxidermy sawfish? <laughs> what on earth? Please tell me it wasn't. Please tell me it was not also. Oh my gosh. All right, moving on. Yeah. If anyone knows, by the way, feel free to fill us in. This says, I bought an iron back in 2005. Why did I buy this? Before I moved into my new house back in 2006. It stayed brand new in the box in the laundry room until I finally gave it away a year or two later. All because my mom had one at home. Who am I kidding? I'm not ironing my clothes. Oh. <laughs> Now, I'm wondering if that means they bought it because their mom had one at home and they thought this is what homes need, or you bought it and don't need it because your mom has an iron at home to iron your clothes with. <laughs> no, I think they meant it was a genetic, hereditary, passed oh, down. right, right. Because that happens. You know, you're like, oh, my parents had one of these. I probably yes. need this for something. Yes. No. No, you don't. 
Mm. You really don't. Although it's arguable that back in the day, and I don't know if you've ever had this thought when you're either walking through a museum or you're, you know, watching shows, they had a something for everything back in the day. They had a useful tool for everything that needed to happen yeah. in the olden days. Yeah. You know? They like, did. Uh, it, just stupid stuff, like uh, an elbow rest in the table, that kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, the egg cracker comes to mind. Yeah. The thing was like a thing to crack eggs with. I'm like, but why do, why do you have a counter? But they just, but they had so many awesome things. And now, I don't know, it just feels like we have stuff that doesn't really do anything. Mm. You know? Like the rowing machine in the basement. Uh, I, bunch of, I bought a bunch of cool uh, cutting tools to make my son's lunches super cool in kindergarten. I used them once. Oh, yeah, because you want to be that mom that makes the cute sandwiches. Bento <laughs> lunches. It, it gets old so fast. So many people sharing pictures of that. And then they're like, you get a little bit of love from everybody. And you're yeah. like, oh, and then you realize I'm not doing this every yeah. day. You're like, oh, today's is in the shape of a puddle. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So we buy a lot of things that we don't use. That is a fact. And uh, thanks to today's text, The Truth Tuesday, we know what else not to buy. Right. Huge list. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. McHappy Day is just around the corner, and it's one of the McHappiest days of the year. It's a week tomorrow. (laughs) Can you believe it? So we like to hang out at the McDonald's on Carling because uh, we like to take our skills. (laughs) (laughs) Skills in quotes. And get in all of the employees' way on McHappy Day to help support uh, Ronald McDonald House charities across Canada. We'd love to see you at 1880 Carling Avenue a week from tomorrow. you know, it supports uh, many local children's charities, including Peace Collective. I guess they've designed an exclusive uh, uh, Peace Collective collection. A portion of the proceeds from sales go toward Ronald McDonald House mm-hmm. um, Canada. Mm-hmm. So it is within the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it features nostalgic McDonaldland characters. That's cool. <laughs> Hamburglar. Hello. <laughs> that guy's so creepy. Super creepy. I don't know if he's creepier than Ronald McDonald, though. (laughs) Nothing's creepier than that. So, yeah, we'll be going after the show, and we would love for you to join us because, of course, don't forget that proceeds from your purchase and all the items sold that day will go to those Ronald McDonald House cherries across Canada. And this year, they're doing something pretty cool. One of my favorite things on McHappy Day is the socks that you get. Yeah, they're awesome. You can actually buy hamburger socks. So for $5, (laughs) they now come in three different designs. You can get them either in restaurant, at the drive-thru, and for the first year, through the McDelivery app and through the My McDonald's app as well. So (laughs) nothing like getting your burger next to a pair of socks all in the same order. That's perfect. Yeah, I think it's great. Pre-grease stained. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) What are you going to order? I like to go big on McHappy Day. Yeah. Yeah, I might not hold back this year. Did you hold back last year? Well, I didn't add the chocolate shake to the mix. <laughs> and I'm thinking. You might have to do a McFlurry. Mm, yeah. Strong. Yeah, I think so. Okay. We'll just get, you know, what one thing off each menu. Right. Perfect. <laughs> That's right. And then wheelbarrow home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a, an Uber XL? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Carling Avenue, 1880. Don't forget to join us on McHappy Day. We'll see you there. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Quick question for you. If you're sitting in front of a computer right now, how many tabs do you have open? It's a very important question. Jeff, I'm going to ask you the same thing. How many tabs do you have open? Is everybody in the double digits? Are you asking me right now? Yeah. Okay. Two, four, six, plus the email tabs. Two, four, six, 12, 13. Hey, all right. How many do you have open, Sophie? That might be too many for you. Uh, 16. 
So out of the two of That's us. That's low for you. I should be one of the more stressed people in the room. Really? <laughs> yes, because apparently the amount of tabs open on your computer is directly correlated to the amount of stress in your body. We can tell. It's track. <laughs> this tracks for you. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The podcast. More and more signs to prove that working is really just not great for our health. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a health break. Yeah. This work is killing me. Here's a question for you. If you're sitting in front of a computer right now, how many tabs do you have open? Are there many? Because it could be adding to your stress levels. Jeff, you have... I have uh, 12 open. 12 open. 14, that's, 13 maybe. That's not too bad. I just closed one, so 12 now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got about 16 open right now. You, I've seen you with north of 20 before. Well, I feel comfortable with many tabs open. It helps How me can you? get all the things done. I don't know. It's not for everybody, that's for sure. It's a form of multitasking, I guess, which isn't, again, meant for everybody and can actually cause people some real stress. That's hilarious. Now, keep this in mind. If you're feeling overwhelmed, one in four people feel stressed when their computer is cluttered. So not just all the other things in life. Just sitting in front of your computer can be... Very stressful. See, tabs don't bother me mm-hmm. because they're all within one page. So you can minimize the whole thing in one second. You know what really bothers me? What? When someone's got icons all over the screen. Okay. And they're not they're not organized and you didn't make folders to put okay. same type things in and it's just a mess. Yeah, that can also does, be very stressful. Does that drive you crazy or um, you're, you're good with icons everywhere? I no, I like to keep my all my stuff pretty well organized. Yeah. I, I I agree. But a lot of people get stressed just from many tabs being open at once. And again, this is because of the world that we live in. So, you know, you're on your computer at work. You're looking at something. You get distracted by something else. You click on that other thing. That takes you to a new tab, which you click on again, which takes you to a new tab. Then you see something cool in that window, and that opens another tab. And by the end of it... You don't remember the first thing you were doing. You're 20 tabs deep, and your boss is like, hey, I need that by 12. Yeah. You're a tab hoarder. <laughs> exactly. You can't let go of the last tab. It's true. So if you're feeling a little stressed at work, it might be because of the amount of tabs you have open. Multitasking can also lead to having trouble completing these tasks. Oh, look. That's just my phone ringing. <laughs> you see? T- all the How tabs. The tasks? All the tabs and all the tasks. You have and- too many tasks and tabs. <laughs> and- so, oh, no, seriously, someone's actually trying to call me. Could be the deck guy. Why don't you answer it? See what's up. All right. Hold on. Hello? Yes, yeah, speaking. Oh, hi there. Hey, could I call you back? <laughs> I'm just in the middle of doing my show here. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate the speedy return on the email. Thank you so much. That's some good service. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. So I'm just looking for somebody to stain my deck. Wow. And I think Ragnar's going to do it. Great. <laughs> That's. We're all very happy for you. <laughs> See, we got a lot going on in life. The least you can do is close a tab. Yeah. Please close your computer. Head home, Sophie. <laughs> Head home. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We are now officially in the month of May, which means new programming on Crave. And some of the uh, new programming is old programming, but they got the whole collection. I love it because uh, one of our favorites has come back. And uh, it's rewatchable in a big way. Yeah, you can stream all seasons and all episodes of The Office. That's amazing. It started, it just dropped on the Crave yesterday. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, if you're, this is an amazing thing once your kids get old enough to go through this with them. It's so 
uncomfortably funny. Yeah, it's a nice long walk down memory yeah. lane. So The Office joins Crave's lineup of Friends, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Big Bang Theory. Wow. A whole bunch of super bingeable shows that you can watch with the whole family, like you said. A great plan. There aren't many comedies anymore. Like, comedy shows are not, very few, right? Not good ones. <laughs> That's true. true. Um, and I think it's because some of them were a bit more risque than others, uh, which is also a world we don't live in anymore. True, true. But thanks for Crave. Uh, thanks to Crave. You can find it there. And then uh, also another new show coming to the CTV app and CTV, Sullivan's Crossing. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, season finale. That's right. New episodes. Is all set to go. It's a huge event on May 14th. So catch all the new episodes. Get caught up on Sullivan's Crossing ahead of May 14th. You got to binge this out because, yeah, because the finale drops. It's a special two-part finale, though, don't forget. And it's okay. on a Sunday, so make sure you catch that. CTV, CTV.ca, and the CTV app. So as far as we're concerned, you should have absolutely no complaints about nothing to watch. Okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, we just gave you plenty. Lots. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. That wraps things up very nicely on a Tuesday morning. Thank you for joining us. Hope it's been okay for you. Yeah. Um, so we started off actually with some great news for John Party. Yeah, John Party is going to be the first native Californian to be in the Grand Ole Opry, like part of their official lineup. They've been racist to Californians for years. <laughs> he got invited <laughs> during uh, his performance at the Stagecoach Music Festival in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Guy Fieri comes out on stage, yes, because he is a California institution, Yep. Uh, to tell John Party that Alan Jackson has a video message for him, and that's how John Party finds out he's being invited to join the Grand Ole Opry. That's totally amazing, uh, and he deserves it. He's got a real distinct voice that nobody else is doing. It's pretty great. He's also... Super busy and very hardworking, yep. and so definitely well-deserving. You can check out the videos online. It's up on purecountry94.ca. Watch him get very emotional. Yeah. Uh, we played the mariachi medley game today for a $100 Lone Star gift card, and today's was easier than yesterday's. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That was the answer to today's mariachi medley, and our winner was Linda, who knew it right away and sang along with the lyrics. Mariachi <laughs> style. pretty great. Mama! <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're celebrating. Cinco de Mayo all week. We'll do that again tomorrow uh, around 7.30. Okay, sounds good. Then we talked about the wedding shower we went to recently and where to sit what to do in the entrance, of, uh, like when you're at a work function. It's kind of weird. So we went to a wedding shower with work mm -hmm. colleagues. It wasn't a, a personal wedding shower. Right. Which would be completely different. But this is where, you know, you've got your boss sitting at the table, your coworkers, and that awkward moment where you're like, I don't know where to sit because I don't want anyone to read into this. No. I don't know what's going on. Uh, and then we also found out that you and I are both competitive with shower games for some reason, even though we don't really care. What a surprise. <laughs> but both uh, enjoy and are good at them. Well, it's fun. Well, we were the only two that won anything. I know. And we don't work with <laughs> them directly. <laughs> no. We're not, we're not like, we're not work partners with this person in the ones who were lost big time. Yeah, well, you have to explain that because the game that you were playing that you won was a... a How well do you know a, your yes, coworker? Yeah. It was a, a question, a series of questions about the bride, uh, which you were very proud of winning. And you should be. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm proud of you as well. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, our useless question today was about parents and bedtime. 63% of parents do this with their kid. It was one of the easier useless questions we've had in a while. Congratulations to Cameron Birch, who was all over it with Read a Book. We also found out that um, most 
most parents like to read, you know, fairy tale books or books they grew up reading yeah. uh, to their kids. But then there is a small portion of the population that will read an instruction manual to their child to put them to sleep. And they're called the devil. <laughs> and then, of course, it was a text of True Tuesday. Why did I even buy this mm-hmm. was the question. Yeah. I think you dodged a bullet because you've been meaning to buy an air fryer. Yeah. But you haven't I'm yet. I'm not going to, know. And uh, I think because of today's text, The Truth Tuesday, because a lot of people had the answer air fryer or Instapot. And then I told like my Instapot story and said I was thinking of an air fryer and they jumped all over me yeah. as well. So really, as usual, morning pickup, an instruction manual for life. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for joining the conversation. Had some really great texts. Uh, I bought a steamer for my clothes. I don't know. Uh, I thought I was going to use it. It's still sitting in the box that it came in in my linen closet. And why is that? Because I don't need it. And don't go out and live a life anymore. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> um, we had some really weird, obscure things come in as well. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, kitchen appliances, yeah. which you're familiar with, obviously. Jeff. I love kitchen appliances, yeah. even though they're the bane of my wife's existence. Yeah, uh, rowing machines, pelotons, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the all the exercise machines you can think of. Every one of those purchases, completely regretful. Oh. Bummer. And totally useless. Right. Uh, So that about wraps things up. You can check out a little highlight reel on the socials after the show. And we'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Or (laughs) talk to you then. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.